Hi everyone, today is July 3rd, 2021. This is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. Uh, a lot of things going on this week. We have new month, um, new things in the meta, Quattro acquisition event, Quattro raid duel to meet and greet, Trey shows up for the first time, new box called Darkness Gimmick, a lot to go over this week. Uh, I think I'm going to gloss over Quattro himself, like what cards you get for leveling up or uh, what skills he has, because that's just in the interest of time and for the preservation of my voice. But what we will go over are the two new cards from his Raid Duel. Are they any good? Uh, Trey's new cards and the new URs and SRs from Darkness Gimmick. I'll also talk about probably... The remainder of Darkness Gimmick next week. So, um, just another reminder, the Dual Assessment Podcast is available to listen on Roku. All you need to do is add the podcast-tv channel to your Roku setup, and you'll find this podcast. So check out the Dual Assessment Podcast in a new way you've never had before. Well, honestly, there's no video or anything, because that would look pretty bad, but um, you know, just having it on your TV if you want to blare out this podcast on your TV set. My week in Duel World. Interesting. Um, I ended the season probably in Legend 2 or something with Witchcrafters, and that was it. I, I really had very little interest of hitting King of Games and grinding that out, but um, I'm starting the season off with Vampires. I may go into this Vampire deck someday, um... If I do hit somewhere, I'll probably talk about it someday when I have some downtime. But um, I bought through a lot of this box. I I had some hype for this box. A lot of the um, community is not hyped for this box, but I definitely have some hype. And really, I was trying to play Gimmick Puppets, I think. That was the whole deal. But, you know, Vampires are a bit cheaper if you already have the card. So playing Vampires um, really... really Unlocking the potential of it as an as a true XZ's deck. It was like my favorite deck in the past. And that was just not even having an extra deck. So I'm learning the new deck. Um, I'm sure more people are going to hit King of Games with it. To give me a better deck building idea. I'm finding some problems with it right now. Um, can't say I'm winning a ton of games. But yeah, I'm playing Vampires again. And it's pretty good. In the event... I'm not getting a card. I'm not getting that Joker. I don't know what the deal is there, but no Jokers for me. Let's get to esports. And esports are, are in a pretty interesting space right now. I'm only going to talk about two tournaments, but then talk about the um, power rankings, which paints a, a more interesting picture. Dillon's Meta Weekly number 182. First place Dead Fun Destiny Draw Thunder Dragons. Um. I think this tournament was played before the new box came out, but really Thunder Dragons are relying, you know, after some of the changes to the deck, on the basic Thunder Dragon, the one where you discard the farm card. You discard it, add two Thunder Dragons from your deck to your hand, and two copies of Gold Sarcophagus. So they're really relying on these older cards to facilitate through the deck, and not really that Light Sworn engine that they were known for. There are still some hallmarks of Tribe's Fortress Tops. Um, Sphere Karibo, both these cards provide some stall. 
and then just the regular cards that they run all the time. Um, and specializing in the rank 6 XZ summon of Photon Strike Bouncer, of course. Second place, Neo Demon's Resonance Resonator. And this one is the one that runs the little uh, hero package of one Plasma and two Hero Stratus. Um, otherwise, pretty basic um, Fiend deck with the Resonators and one copy of Doom Caliber Knight. Note this deck also runs three Book of Moon and three um, MST. Top four, Francis KO07. Destiny Draw Thunder Dragon. Same deck pretty much as the one that won first place. But there's a split here. Two Sphere Karibo, one Battling Box Reveal instead of Sphere Karibo. I guess that keeps you in some games better. Um, you are having a Fire Attribute, which which reduces the number of Chaos Attributes you have in the graveyard. But um, it does benefit. You take a hit, and then you regain your life, and you still have Destiny Draw. So there's a little more sustain in running the Veil. Top 4, Trap Dexter, Demon's Resonance Resonator. This is a Solemn Scolding build. The previous um, second place deck did not run any Solemn Scolding. And really, um, if I'm playing Resonators, I'm thinking about playing Solemn Scolding because they just gain life points like crazy thanks to Red Resonator. And that's just the card that just flips the script. Like, you're going first, you set this, you pretty much win the game because any, anyone who's playing Duel Links is going to activate an effect of a monster. So this is going to go off, destroy that monster, negate effects, prevent them from making their move, and they pretty much have a clear board, and um, MST will help with that as well. This deck has three copies of Book of Moon and MST. It's really, you know, these pay-to-win uh, cards are definitely um, the best cards to run right now as quick play. Most of the time, I guess. So the other tournament is Quantum Cup 2. First place, Tenma, Dragon's Knight's Path, Gaia. This deck remains pretty strong in the meta, and it's, it's set up a pretty interesting situation in the top of the power rankings. Um, a lot of quick play spells. The monsters play quick, they negate effects, and then you got um, you know, Book of Moon, MST, Forbidden Chalice, for example, World Legacy Clash. This deck runs a 1-1 split, World Legacy Clash, and Treacherous Trap Hole. Um, you know, just a monster list. One Soldier, Guy of the Fierce Knight. It's good for swapping out your um, expended Gaia, the Magical Knight of Dragons, for example. Gaia, the Fierce Knight of Origin. Three copies of Gaia, the Magical Knight. The core card with three copies of Curse of Dragonfire. Dragon's Mirror, of course, for a quick uh, fusion summon. Galloping Gaia, Gateway to Chaos, Treacherous Trap Hole, like I said, 1-1 one, one split. Second place, Zeo, Anamata play Anamat. This deck hasn't really gone anywhere. In fact, they lost Heytrunade and got even better this week. Um, and what it has gone to is two copies of Gagaga's sister. I mean, with the nerf to... I mean, with the ban to Hey Trunade, I was thinking, you know, two copies of Gaga Sister was a was a shoe in but people were doing that 1-1 split with Treacherous Trap Hole. In turns, this is pretty much the better version of the deck. And we are seeing people play Cosmic Cyclone. Now, one copy of Cosmic Cyclone, two copies of MST. And note the extra deck, too. This 
uh, one of the new cards in the box. Insector Extabeetle, rank 6 XE Summon. And this has formed a package with Digital Bug Rhinos Bus because that's a 6, rank 6. You use that ability, and then you could also transform that into uh, XE Summon that into Rhinos Bus without having any level 7 light insect monsters. So that's definitely opened up the door for Digital Bugs. Um, we've, we still have the Moth, the... Um, I forget what it's called, but the, the level 5, rank 5 digital bug uh, with some of the rank 4, um, rank 4 uh, malevolent sin is an insect, so that works. But now we have um, Exabeetle into Rhino's bus. Top 4, Dipsilon, Onomata play Onomat. Uh, same thing, two copies of Gaga Sister. And there's a 2-1 split on Cosmic Cyclone and MST. And they are running the package of Insector Eggs, Beetle, and Digital Bug, Rhino's Bus. Top 4, Yasuke, Harpies Hunting Ground, Harpies. This is a full 30-card deck. This deck, ha- this deck has definitely lost some power in the meta. Um, this is a little bit of a trickier deck, not a 20-card or 22-card build. Full of discard traps, Divine Wrath, Rageki Break, Karma Cut. All the tricks. Alright, let's get to the power rankings. And this is a pretty diverse meta. We got a three-way dance according to the power rankings in Tier 1. Gaia up to 15.4. Onomat has shot up into Tier 1, 15.1. Resonators down a little bit, 12.9. So basically, talking about power representation, um, these are going to add up to 100. So Gaia 15, Onomat 15, Resonators at 13. So very split meta in Tier 1. And with the surge of Anamat, that has pretty much plunged everyone in Tier 2 down a little bit. We have Thunder Dragons at 7.4, Harpies at 5.5, Cyber Dragons at 5.2, and Shiranui actually has moved up from Tier 3 to Tier 2 at 5.1. So all of these, you know... um, Because they split out of 100, obviously. The Anamat... Huge Rise of Anomat has pretty much taken up a share of these Tier 2 decks. Tier 3, we see Witchcrafters falling down to 4.6. Witchcrafters are, um, they utilize the extra deck pretty good. Um, they, could, could do, they could do the rank 8, the rank 4, into rank 5, rank 3, rank 1. Rank 1's a uh, moot point, but rank 3, rank 4, so they have a wide access of tools in the, um, in the XZ summoning abilities. Uh, of course, um, Madame Vera, how you play Madame Vera pretty much determines if you win the game with Witchcrafters. And um, in the power rankings, Water XZs and Triamids have fallen off the list into the um, the pot that is tier 4, which is not listed, of less than 3% uh, representation in the tournament scene. Alright, let's get to Quattro's Raid Event. So this is, um, I think the second time we see Quattro in an event. Previously, he gave out cards like uh, Gimmick Puppet, Egghead, and the Magnet Doll. This one brings two new cards, and um, it's a good thing to give you the Magnet Doll, because that seems like if you're trying to hit King of Games or be competitive with uh, Gimmick Puppets, you need that card. I don't think they're really playing the egghead, but 
Um, interesting thing about this raid duel is there's like a two on one, um, where you get to team up with Shark. I don't know who else you get to team up with, but it's kind of like a um, anime plot point where um, they team up against Quattro on two on one handicap match, and um, that ability to, to equip the Black Ray Lancer is actually really good. But anyhow, two new cards here. Let's go over them in this raid duel event with the drops. And of course, um, you get through the event and you get to acquire Quattro, so make sure you do that. Alright, you are a card which I have zero copies of. Gimmick, Puppet, Twilight, Joker, level 8, Dark Machine, 800 attack, 1600 defense. When a gimmick puppet monster you control is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, you can banish that monster, special summon this from the hand. You can only use this effect once per turn. This is somewhat situational. They have a few ways of cheating out level 8 monsters to help do rank 8 XE summoning because that's what this archetype does very well. And honestly, the better cards are in the box, which I'll discuss in a bit. This works. You have to have this Twilight Joker in the hand. You have to have a gimmick puppet get destroyed, sent to the graveyard. You banish that. This comes out of the hand. There's a lot of steps, and the more steps you have, the easier it is for your opponent to interfere. So, you know, you don't have this in your hand. It doesn't work. They could get... Um, the monster could get destroyed by effect. They could get banished. They could get bounced. So they need to get hit, uh, hit by battle. And then when they're in the graveyard, you have to banish that. Assuming your opponent doesn't activate Abyss, Dweller, or... Uh, DD Crow on your monster. So there's a lot of conditions that you have to satisfy before you can even cheat this card out. So that's why this card's not very good. Um, there are better ways of cheating out level 8 monsters. This seems like a card that's like a filler if you're missing cards. So, like, if you don't have a ton of your. If you didn't buy through the whole box, like, multiple times, and you don't have the optimal gimmick puppet deck then this is for you but um it's situational too many steps there are better ways to do it with the other cards in the box that's, that's all i have to say all right the sr is a little better though gimmick puppet gear changer level one earth machine 100 attack 100 defense cannot be special summoned from the deck once per turn you can target a gimmick puppet you control except this one this card's level becomes the level of that monster so Gimmick Puppets specifically do rank 4 and rank 8. And this basically lets you do rank 4 or rank 8. So it depends on what monster you have, and you go for that play. This is a very versatile card. I think you run it in the deck. You don't have to run a ton of it, though. Um, you know, it doesn't come out of the deck. Sure, that's not, you know, that's really good, but it's not a huge problem. It's an automatic XZ's card. Assuming they don't, you know, flip it face down or whatever. Automatic XZs, rank 4, rank 8. Seems like a core card. It's pretty good. So, you know, like this um, event, make sure you get Quattro. Make sure you get Magnet Doll. It's pretty good. Um, get a Cyber Dragon with level 8. Get your Gear Changer. Eggheads, whatever. Twilight Jokers, whatever. So, um, yeah, that's it. Let's move on to Trey. Take a, take a sidestep from Gimmick Puppet to move on to Trey. Um, Trey seems like a good guy. He's uh, apparently Quattro's brother. Um, 
But anyhow, we're going to get him in the future, it seems like. And he runs the Chronomaly archetype. And, you know, um, if this is not clear to anyone listening to this podcast for the first time, I have no idea what this archetype does. So my impression on these two cards is based on having no idea what the archetype does. So we got two drops here. He's just a roaming duelist. So we're likely able to get these cards again uh, when we see him a second time. So, yeah, let's talk about these cards. Chronomaly Tula Guardian, uh, level 5 rock, 1800, earth rock, 1800, 900. If there's a face-up field spell in the field, you can special summon this from your hand. You can only control one Chronomaly Tula Guardian. So, this doesn't look too bad. It's like a Cyber Dragon, a level 5 monster with a situational special summon. And that situation is just having a field spell on your board or your opponent's board. So, you know, it depends how easy it is to get the field spell for this archetype. But you could just run a skill. A dual skill gives you a field. So you could... I don't know what... Um, rock type, probably, like, um, bones, you could run, like, bones to give you a wasteland, I don't know, or, or no, um, Extraptor doesn't, I thought he has, like, a skill where you run wasteland, I don't know, someone, someone with a field spell that benefits, like, a rock type, maybe. So, you know, this comes out for free, and hopefully Chronomaly has rank 5 XE something, because this is, this is level 5, and then you can do it, so... Pretty good card on first impression. Um, I don't know what XZ's monsters they run, but this is pretty good. The other cards aren't that good, though. Chronomaly Mud Golem. Level 4 rock type again, Earth. 1700 attack, 1000 defense. If a Chronomaly monster you control attacks a defense monster, inflict piercing damage to your opponent. So this pretty much gives all your monsters piercing. And um, at this point in the game, this is pretty mediocre. This is just the level 4... Um, not great attack. It's an okay attack. It's not great. And then it just gives everyone piercings. It doesn't really do anything. It doesn't come out to the board fast. Um, I don't know if they do a lot of rank 4 XE summoning. But sure, this is rank 4. But it doesn't come out fast. So overall, um, not not impressive. Pretty mediocre um, card. I mean... Um, I don't know anything about archetype, but they seem like they run a lot of uh, rock types, which is uh, makes me think they run. You want the wasteland? I want to say wasteland. Let me check that. Yeah, dinosaurs, zombies, and rocks gain two hundred attack and defense. So it's perfect. Um, perfect way to special summon the um first guy, the Tula Guardian. All right. So the rest of this episode is going over URs and SRs from Darkness Gimmick. Um, yeah, so this arch- this box, obviously, uh, Gimmick Puppets, but also has some Vampires in it, which are one of my favorite archetypes. Insector, just one card for Insector, but it puts it all together. Um, Neospatians, they have the, the mole in here, so that's something. Um, I guess the Insectors are more prominent in the R. Um, they're useful there. And a lot of, um, different zombie cards. Some, uh, machine cards that are kind of like union cards. I don't really know what this, uh, archetype is. 
Alright, anyways, let's get to the URs and SRs. So, main box, of course, URs, uh, one copy each, SRs, two copies each. First card, number 15, Gimmick Puppet Giant Grinder, Dark Machine, rank 8 XZs, two level 8 monsters or more. 1500 attack, 2500 defense. Up to twice per turn during your main phase 1. You can detach one XZ's material from this card, then target one special summon monster your opponent controls, destroy it. Then if it was an XZ's monster, inflict damage to your opponent equal to half its original attack. I think this is pretty decent. Um, the gimmick puppet archetype, as you'll see, they specialize in the rank 8 XZ's play. But this is generic, so you could run this in blue eyes if you wanted to. There's a there's a number of rank eight cards I'm um, rank eight XZ's boxers in this box. And what this card does is you have to detach two materials. So um detach the materials and no wait, this is the wrong one. That's the other one. This one you you can do it twice per turn. So you could detach one or two. And your opponent's special summon monster is just destroyed. So you could clear out two monsters in one turn. And you can hit for 1500 if you want. And what it does is it does some burn damage on an XZ's monster. So, you know, in a toolbox of monsters, this is definitely good because it can clear two monsters in one turn and hit and inflict burn damage. So this is not insignificant. These are targeted and destroy effects, so monsters that resist targeting, monsters that resist effect destruction. Let's say you want to destroy um, one of those Luna-like guys. They won't get destroyed. So certain situations it won't work, but that's what the toolbox is for. Hopefully some other monster is able to get over that monster, not the giant grinder. Um, yeah, this is a pretty good card. It could definitely win you the game in one turn. I mean, obviously... You know, assuming there's not, not enough back row getting in your way, but besides that, pretty good. Alright, the next one's a reprint. Not really a reprint, but it's from a, um, from a selection box. Star Leech Paladynamo. Rank 4 Light Warrior. 2 level 4 Light Monsters. 2,000 attack, 1,000 defense. Once per turn, detach 2 XC's materials from this card, then target 1 face-up monster your opponent controls, change its attack to 0. If you do, as its effects negated... If this card you control is destroyed by an opponent's card uh, and sent to the graveyard, destroy one card. So unlike the other Star Leech Monster, this one, while it is affiliated with um, Galaxy uh, and uh, Photon archetypes, this has nothing to do with them. Like it, You could just run this in any deck and it doesn't have any synergy. It just works just... It works pretty good with the Galaxy and Photon because they're all like level 4 light monsters. And this gives you like a different play. And if you don't feel like, if you feel like you can't play your Galaxy Ice Photon Dragon for the other Star Leech card, this is a pretty good card because you can affect, um, negate their effects and set them up for OTK. You could, you could kind of turn, if you have another rank 4 monster, you can get the, um, Rogue Challenger who hits for 4,000. So, really, the whole goal of this card is to negate the effects on Monster, turn it to zero, pretty much like uh, Luna Lights with the um, uh, red Crimson Fox type deal when you're hitting them twice with Cat Dancer situation. So, 
really like an OTK twist to Galaxy, and it's some nice Galaxy support, or just any um, deck that runs Light Monster. So this is a very nice card. Um, definitely earns a spot in the extra deck for Galaxy. Alright, number 9, Dyson Sphere. This is not a vacuum or a bladeless fan, but it's a Dyson Sphere. Rank 9, Light Machine, 2 level 9 monsters, 2800 attack, 3000 defense. Once per battle step, during your opponent's turn, if this card with Xyz material is attacked, negate the attack. This is a quick effect. When this card is targeted for an attack while it has no Xyz materials, you can target 2 monsters in your graveyard attached to those cards. This card is Xyz material. During your main phase 1, you can detach 1 Xyz material from this card. This card can attack your opponent directly this turn. Your opponent must control a monster of higher attack than this card for you to activate and resolve this effect. This is a very good card. Uh, long and sure of it, this is a very good card. But there are not enough level 9 monsters to play this with, unfortunately. There are two cards. Deep Space Cruiser 9 and Deskbot 9. This box also packs a R card called Arc Light, Arc Jet Lightcraft. This is a level 9 monster. You control no monsters, normal summons without tributing. When it's normal or special summon, you can target a level 8 or lower machine. Special summon in defense. If you do, its level becomes 9. So basically, Arc Light, Arc Jet Lightcraft is a 1 card XC summon. And this is a complete build around card because you're not going to really. You're not playing a deck with level 9 monsters casually. Even the gimmick puppets are just level 8s. So no deck really supports this. You're going to have to freaking build a Arc Jet Lightcraft deck <laughs> to play Dyson Sphere. So you're not going to see a Dyson Sphere a ton. If you do, they're trying to do it on purpose. And that sounds like a losing strategy, but this is a very good card. Um, but you're not going to see this card a ton because level 9 monsters just aren't around. Alright, Elemental Hero Grand Neos. Level 7 Earth Warrior Fusion of Elemental Hero Neos and Neospatian Grand Mole. 2500 attack, 2000 defense. Must be special summoned from your extra deck by shuffling the cards you control to the deck. So it's a contact fusion like the other um, Neospatian cards. Once per turn, you can target one monster your opponent controls. Return that target to the hand. During the end phase, shuffle this card into the extra deck. So... This card's this card being played revolves around how good Neospatian Grand Mole is will be. The true true Neos decks are rare, so it's kind of like how can you use this in a package with Elemental Hero Neos and Neos Fusion and things like that. This is all about contact fusion, so you're not really running Neos Fusion. Um, you can definitely bounce a tough monster, so that's a nice ability here, like a monster that's indestructible, like a blue eyes. A Twin Burst Dragon. You can't destroy it by battle, but then you could bounce it with this card. You could bounce the Lunalite Cat Dancer. Different things you could do. Unfortunately, this card you have to return to the extra deck, but you could kind of use like a uh, Forbidden Chalice on this card if you wanted to. Um, I guess that's why the Gaia decks run Forbidden Chalice, but but it, that's a kind of like an off, off point. But... Um, yeah, that's a big problem this card. You lose uh, board presence right away. You kind of try to win the game at that turn. I don't think... I honestly don't think this... Uh, Neospatian Grand Mole package will be, like, 
super popular, but it could see some play now and then if more like indestructible monsters uh, come into play and we don't really have ways to bounce them like this. Alright, next card is Gimmick Puppet Terror Baby. Level 4 Dark Machine, 500 attack, 0 defense. When this card is normal summoned, you can target a Gimmick Puppet monster in your graveyard except for Terror Baby, special summon defense. You can banish this from the graveyard. Your opponent cannot activate cards or effects in response to the activation of your Gimmick Puppet monster's effects this turn. So This is a terrible card art aside. It's like a baby who's like in jail in a carriage made up of legs and uh, mouth. This is a horrible card art, but this is the core worker of Gimmick Puppets. Um, you're going to need three copies of this for the deck to be good, which sucks because um, this box is going to be expensive. But you can use this to get into a rank 4 XZ summon, or you can resurrect any of your Gimmick Puppets for future use. They are a graveyard deck, and this helps facilitate those level 8 uh, monsters from going in and out. Um... This is another bonus of being spent from the graveyard. You can make them untargetable. Really good card. Uh, just being a main worker. Um, being able to special summon the other gimmick puppets. Um, instant rank 4 play. You can set the, the rank 8s. And then another ability. So this is definitely um, a card you want three copies of, unfortunately. Alright. Vampire Duke. Level 5, Dark Zombie, 2,000 attack, 0 defense. When this is normal summoned, you can target one Dark Vampire monster in your graveyard, special summon that in defense. When this card special summoned, you can declare one type of card, monster, spell, or trap. Your opponent sends one card of that type from their deck to the graveyard. You can use this effect once per turn. This card cannot be used as an XZ's material except for XZ's summon of a Dark monster, so that's important. Alright. So vampires have been gone a hot minute, and they actually are like an XZ's deck. So this card, this card does it. Like um, they have a lot of ways to dispose of monsters. So you try to dispose of like a level five, um, with the uh, shoot, what's the card called? Vampire. Hold up, vampire's desire. Vampire, Yu-Gi-Oh, Vampire's Domain, uh, ability to name cards has gone down the drain. Vampire's Domain lets you use another normal summon, so that's why you can get the Duke out. Normal summon, target any dark vampire in your graveyard, special summon it. You can use like, any of them, you could use Vamp. Vamp only works when you normal summon, so that's not a great example, but you could get Grace. Grace can use her ability, pop a card. Um... Yeah. Um when this card special summon, you do you get the ability off where you declare a monster, send that card. It's kind of like the grace ability, especially with Vampire's uh Kingdom, you can pop a card on the field. So that's kind of the play there, hopefully. Um but you do miss the activation if you chain it though. So when you do resurrect the Vampire Duke when you special summon him from the deck or the graveyard Make sure you're not chaining it, because you're going to miss that ability's effect. But this card's main appeal is to special summon any dark vampire. You can set up your XC summon, 
level 5 or any other. If you modulate the level, you can kind of change it up. So, um, yeah, you could do many different things. Red Baron works. You could you could get Red Baron out and you could swap some monsters. So, Vampire Duke is definitely a core card for vampires coming back. Alright, Insector Dragonfly. Level 3 Dark Insect. 1,000 attack, 1,800 defense. Once per turn, equip an Insector from your hand or graveyard to this card. If an equip card is sent to the graveyard while equipped to this card, you can special summon one Insector monster from your deck except for Dragonfly. While this card is equipped to the monster, that monster's level is increased by 3. This card could make Insector's meta. This is pretty much the one piece they were missing. And it's a great combo with Hornet. It lets you pop a card on the field, special summon any Insector straight from the deck. And they could do like the level uh, 6 play with the Gigamantis. I think Gigamantis is 6. Um, yeah, Gigamantis is 6, so that works pretty good for them. And this also modulates levels, turning them into 3 more. And um, that works really well because the... Um, the Exit Beetle is a level 6, so... Um, Tailor-made play there. Hornet and Dragonfly is a great combo. I think you're going to need to run 3 copies of both, frankly, like for it to be a top-tier Insector deck. So let's say you got those cards, you might as well run it. Alright, Smashing Ground, normal spell. Destroy the face-up monster your opponent controls that has the highest defense. Your choice of Tide. We're seeing a lot of these cards, kind of like Fissure, like non-target destroy removal spells. And this one works on high defense, so Witchcrafter, Madame Vare that comes to mind, any like other cards from the extra deck, typically Blue Eyes monsters, things like that. Some monsters do have zero defense, though, so make sure you're not they're not around, like all these zombie cards. Fissure's typically better, though. I would, I would prefer Fissure. Last UR is a trap card called Jelly Cannon. When a monster declares an attack, target one monster on the field, shuffle it into the deck. Another generic, very good uh, control trap. This is like a battle phase only trap, so it's a disadvantage there to get removed. But it doesn't have the utility Ballista Squad, Raikaki Break, or Karma Cut Wood. Uh, this doesn't cost anything, so that's a benefit. It does bounce a monster into the deck, which could be better than sending it into the graveyard against a lot of decks. You could use this for offense. You could kind of like set it and then bounce their set monster if you want uh, back to the deck and you could win the game there. Um, yeah, like, like I said, this is the whole point of this is bouncing, preventing um, against cards that can't be destroyed or that like to be in the graveyard. So generic good trap. You're going to see it in play in control decks. You're going to see it in play in some other decks. All right, let's get through the SRs. Mimic Puppet Gigantist all. Dark level f- rank 4 machine. 2 level 4 gimmick puppet monsters. 0 attack, 2000 defense. You can detach 2 materials from this card, then target up to 2 monsters your opponent controls. Gain control of them until the end phase. Also, for the rest of the turn, you cannot special summon monsters except for gimmick puppets, nor declare an attack except with XZ's monsters. You contribute this card. All monsters you control currently become level 8. Use this effect once per turn. Flavor Wise card reminds me of the Puppet Master because it's like a zero attack monster. 
and um, you're pretty much stealing stuff, so it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, a little situational. You're gonna have to detach both materials, so um, something. <laughs> and you're kind of left with like a monster of zero attack on your board. Um, so there you go. But this is pretty strong. Um, your opponent has to have two cards on the field, two monsters. You steal them. And then you sacrifice this card, which is good because you want to clear this card from the board. Having zero attack. Make them level 8. Turn them to rank 8 Xyz play. So really, this is an Xyz monster that removes two cards for the benefit of an Xyz summon. And that's pretty good. Hopefully, um, you're going to have to clear the back row, obviously, before you play this card. But this is pretty good. Number 22, Zombie Steen. Uh... Rank 8 Dark Zombie requires 2 level 8 Dark Monsters. 4,500 attack, 1,000 defense. Must be XC Summon, cannot be Special Summon other ways, obviously. Once per turn, during either player's turn, you can detach an XC's material from this card and send the card from your hand to the graveyard. Target one face-up card your opponent controls. Change this card to the fence. If you do, that face-up card has its effects negated until the end of this turn. So this is a beat stick, huge beat stick, 4,500. Uh, I could smack any blue eyes down. And it's it's got this extra ability. It's kind of like a Crumble Logos where you're negating the effect of a face-up card. But there's a cost where you have to turn this into defense. Uh, detach a material, who cares? Uh, and you send the card from your hand to the graveyard. Hopefully that sending card from the hand to the graveyard has some benefit for you. If not... I would not do that change because this card is really weak defense. So, personally, I would just have this as a beat stick, as a rank eight beat stick, um, and that's always useful to have. That ability may come. The the negate ability might come into play sometimes if you're trying to like negate a necro valley, I guess. But otherwise, this is just a big beat stick. This is a reprint from a selection box number 46 Dragulon, Dragluon, rank 8, light dragon, 2 level 8 dragons, 3000, 3000. Once per turn, if you control no other monsters, you can detach an Xyz material, activate one of these effects. Special summon a dragon from your hand, or target one dragon your opponent controls, take control of it. Or, dragon type monsters your opponent controls cannot activate their effects until the end of the turn. Very good in the mirror. I would run this in a blue eyes deck. It's only good against um, Blue Eyes, which is... <laughs> I mean, honestly, in a King of Games run, you're going to see a lot of Blue Eyes. People just don't put that deck down. So, yeah, pretty good in the mirror. That's all I got to say. And the rank 8 toolbox has just gotten really deep. Zombie Steam doesn't count in Blue Eyes, but this card just makes it a lot more deep. Alright, Gimmick Puppets. Gimmick Puppet Bisque Doll, a level 8 Dark Machine, 1000-1000. You can special summon this card from your hand by discarding a Gimmick Puppet Monster. You can banish this from the graveyard. Your opponent cannot target Gimmick Puppet Monsters you control with card effects this turn. Very good card. It, it combos really good with the next card, though. Um, gimmick Puppet Dreary Doll, Dark Level 8 Machine, 0-0. Zero, zero. If this is in the graveyard, you can banish another gimmick puppet from your graveyard. Special summon this card. You can use this effect once per turn. You cannot, cannot be used for XZ's summon except for a gimmick puppet. 
So typically how these decks are being run, you run three Bisque Doll and one Dreary Doll. Because the Dreary Doll just keeps coming back. Like you just keep using the same one over and over again. It doesn't get banished. It's a it's a graveyard material that does not get banished. That's really valuable. Now the Bisque Doll is better because you could special summon her, discard a gimmick puppet. So you discard Dreary Doll. And you get her on the board. Then you get Dreary Doll from the graveyard to the board continuously. And this is how you get a rank 8 play. These two cards make Gimmick Puppet rank 8. That's all you need. So yeah, they work pretty good. Um, and the Dreary Doll is the one that you want to get rid of really fast. Alright. Knocked out those two. Neospatian Grand Mole. Level 3 Rock Monster Earth. 900-300. At the start of the damage step, if this card battles an opponent's monster, you can return both the opponent's monster and this card to the hand. So, you know, obviously this card exists for the Elemental Hero Neos Contact Fusion into Elemental Hero Grand Neos, sure. Um, this is a hard removal, one-on-one. -on -one. That, that means something, um... We saw we saw a lot of cards that bounce things with um like flip decks like um it's not Gearges, but like the not blanking but I guess the uh subterror deck maybe they they did a lot of stuff where they flipped stuff and bounced stuff. This one relies on battles, so you're kinda of getting hit and bouncing things. Um I mean, this card has utility for sure. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like a man eater bug. I don't I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> um, yeah, this card all like it hinges on the package being played with Neos because Neos works as such a good package. Uh, I don't I don't really know. It might be slow being a battle only monster, but then the ability of the Grand Neos to banish stuff without hitting them is another bonus. I don't. I can't really say this is going to be too meta. I, I I don't have too much faith in this card. All right, the uh, dark horse that just showed up, uh, not in the leaks, is uh, Orbital Seven, Photon Orbital, Light Machine Level Four, Five Hundred Attack, Two Thousand Defense. During your main phase, you can target one Photon or Galaxy monster you control. Equip this monster from your hand or field to the target. It gains 500 attack, also cannot be destroyed by battle. You can send this card, equip card to the graveyard, add a Photon or Galaxy monster from your deck to your hand, except for this guy. So Photon Orbital is basically um, a Union monster. You can equip this guy, Orbital 7. Uh, it's a very nice addition. It's, it's one of those cards that does a little bit of everything for the Photon deck. The monster can't get destroyed by battle, so your Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon is safe. And... You can send them away and tutor any Photon or Galaxy card and protect your hand. So, really, it ties it all together. You don't really need to run as many copies of cards. And this card just lengthens your deck. So, you don't really need, like, three copies of all the cards. So, definitely a good card. Um, lets you run some generic good cards. Like, this type of card just makes the deck all better. So, I would just definitely go for this card if you're playing um, Galaxy Eyes Photon deck. Solar Wind Jammer, level 5 Light Machine, 800 attack, 2400 defense. If you control no monsters, you can special summon this card from your hand, but its original defense and attack become half. 
during each of your standby phases, increase the level of this card by one. There can only be one Solar Wind Jammer on the field. I got too many copies of this card, unfortunately. I know, I, I got some other card. But this exists only to be part of a rank 5 XD summon. So it comes out for a free cut attack and defense. It does increase levels, though, so it could be more than that. But honestly, not a very impressive card. Um, there's a lot of cards that do this that are level 5. So, sure. Uh, not too impressive, frankly, but I guess you could change levels. Magical Hound, Earth level 1, Machine Tuner, 500 attack, 800 defense. If this card's in your hand or graveyard, you can target one face of Spire Trap your opponent controls. Return it to the hand if you do special summon this card. You can use this effect once per duel. I think this could be a sleeper. It's a great way to counter Necro Valley, um, especially from the hand. Or some very impressive spell or trap. You could have like um Amazonis, you know, onslaught or something that's just holding you down and you can't get rid of it. You don't have MST on your hands. You could use the magical hound, bounce that card, and you have a level one tuner at the same time. So this is like the same utility as Glow Bulb, I think. I think it could replace Glow Bulb, frankly. Like if you you don't need that extra disposal. You can counter them with Magical Hound. You could counter field spells. You can counter continuous stuff. I think this could be better than Globe Bulb. Vampire Awakening. Trap card. Special summon a vampire from your deck, but destroy it during the end phase. You can only activate one per turn. So this is another uh, new core card with the Duke. Vampires have pretty strong normal summon effects. Um... But the um, you know Vampire Duke does have a special summon ability, so you could kind of set up a play there. Really, this is for setting up a rank 5 XD summon, but you'd be surprised what you can do with this. Um, level tuning is a skill you can use, and you could just tune your monsters 1 to 4, so you can get into rank 4 XD's plays. That's just an idea. But this being able to special summon from the deck is pretty strong, and they get to be in attack mode, so... This could provide burst if you're trying to kill your opponent. It could provide XC's material. It could provide something to do with your monster. You could use grace to destroy something. So there's a lot of things you can do with this card. Um, yeah, pretty good card. All right, XC's Tribal Rivals. This is a card I have five copies of, unfortunately. Um, continuous Trap, Face Up. Xyz monsters on the field. Two or more materials cannot be destroyed by card effects. After damage, if an Xyz material controls battles an opponent's monster, destroy a monster. Xyz material must have two materials to activate and resolve this effect. This card never saw any play as part of the selection box. I don't know how I have so many copies of this card, frankly. I have like five copies. <laughs> I think I got it all from the selection box and my 199. Yeah, I just have too many copies of this card and it sucks. That's or steal. <laughs> All right. So I guess next week I'll talk about the notable R's and N's. Uh, there should be time. I'm going to talk about Quattro 2. And yeah, I'll finish this box. Uh, there are a lot of notable R's and N's. Notably the uh, Insector card. Uh, Exabeetle. I'll talk about some of the other Vampire cards. Other cards as well. That is it. Upcoming news, early July, Turbo Duel Grand Prix, New York card, Junk Gardener, and SR Hook the Hidden Knight. Mid-July, Tour Guide Bingo, SR Toon Goblin Attack Force. 
ACGT main tournament first stage happening. Japan time, July 17th, 2021. I don't have a time. Mid-July, Duke Devlin, new skill, summoning crest with some new cards. Mid-July, Mission Circuit, SR, third copy of Grand Spellbook Tower. Late July, we get to obtain the Supreme King uh, as part of DD Castle. Late July, Dueling's Mission Research. That is it for the podcast. Thanks for listening. Get this podcast anywhere. You get your podcasts as well as Roku on podcast.tv-tv. Check out the podcast and more at the website, thedualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at thedualassessment at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter and wake me up from there. Dual underscore assessment or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast wherever you do. And I'll talk to you next week.